Did you know that Trader Joe's sells their own private label wines, Carmela? I didn't, but I guess I know now. Yeah, well, did you know that there are actually several tiers of Trader Joe's wines, starting with good old two-buck chuck? Wow, is that what we're going to try tonight? Nope, nope. Phew. We're not going to taste and review two-buck chuck today. But we are going to taste and review some Trader Joe's private label Petite Reserve wines. <gasps> are those the top tier? Mm, no, they're oh. not the top tier. But you know what? Hmm. We're going to find out more in a minute. How oh, about that? Sounds great. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Wine Pair Podcast. I'm Joe, your sommelier of a reasonably priced wine, and this is my wife and my wine pairing partner in crime, Carmilla. Hi there. And we are the Wine Pair. Okay, a quick orientation for those of you who may be new to the podcast. In each episode, what we do is we learn about and we taste and we review three wines that are reasonably priced, which means under $20 and that should be easy for you to find and today really easy to find. And our goal is to have some fun, to learn about some new wines, and to talk about wines in a way that regular people like us can understand. So nice. Yeah, and we are really proud to say that we have been officially recommended by the editors of Decanter Magazine from their October issue and they call us fun irreverent chatty and entertaining oh boy so there you go carmela <laughs> believe it or not this is the first episode and we're totally winging it today by the way ladies um, and gentlemen don't we always wing it <laughs> but today least, we're really winging least, it today don't i always wing it yes you do but today is this is the first episode we have done where all of the wines we're going to taste and review are trader joe's brand or private label wines ah, and by the way it. do you know what private label means it means that it's a label that's in private no <laughs> You know what it means. I don't. Okay, well, private label means that they pay a winery or some wineries to make wines for them that they can sell at a reasonable price under their own oh. Trader Joe's brand name. Okay, so we have talked about that before. We have. So mm-hmm. we thought it'd be fun and interesting for our listeners to do an episode that just focused on their own wines. And as we said in the intro, we're going to focus on their petite reserve tier of wines. And we'll ah. talk a little bit more later about all the different tiers of wines. And today, specifically, we're going to try their sparkling brute, their petite reserve Barbera, and their Petite Reserve Chardonnay. Wow. Yeah, Chardonnay. We've going, we're going for it. I mean, it. we're doing it We are it all. going for it. Now, wow. Now, we did do an episode a while ago. It was actually episode six, mm, right? So, wow. Way in we, the beginning. Yeah, where we reviewed wines and we bought a Trader Joe's. And in that episode, Mariana, our daughter, joined us. Mm-hmm. But none of the wines that day were actually Trader Joe's wines. Oh, right. how crazy. And she chose them all. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she did. Huh. And then we did another episode in June, which is episode 33, where the first part of that episode was an interview with Dr. Robert Hollander. And the second part was an, of the episode was a tasting of three Zinfandels, all of which we bought at Trader Joe's, oh. and one of which was a Trader Joe's wine. And you can find those episodes if you go to our website or through the podcast. But there mm-hmm. are two weird things about those episodes. Okay, give it to me. Okay, so the first is the episode with Marianne, our daughter, was really early in our whole podcasting thing. Right. And we really didn't know what the hell we were doing. Um, do we know what we're doing now? Today, we know what the hell we're doing. Wow, well, look at us. Yeah. How we've grown. I know, may actually, <laughs> people may not, may think we don't know what we're doing, but we think we know what we're doing. Well, okay. we started the podcast off saying that we're winging it tonight. <laughs> 
Well, but now we know what we're doing when we wing it. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what okay. I'm talking about. Okay. But in that episode, we were just kind of like, which we should, you know, treating Trader Joe's as just a grocery store, but not looking at their specific wines. Right. And then the other episode was a really weird split episode because we did an interview in the first half and then we tasted wines in the second half, but we didn't taste wines that Dr. Hollander makes because he makes wines for his charity for prostate cancer, but they're Zinfandels. So we chose Zinfandels that came from Trader Joe's, one of which was a Trader Joe's wine. I know. It's so roundabout. It's so, so random. Ra- like, it's and it's so roundabout. It's like, how random. did you come to that? That's a lot of, you know. You well, to- I'll tell you why I came to that. Okay. And I'll tell you really why. I want to know. Well, there's two reasons. One is Dr. Hollander's wines are a little bit outside of the price range. Ah. But the <laughs> second is... We don't like to taste wines for people that we're interviewing because, like, what if we don't like it? True. And we want to give unbiased. We we want to give unbiased. Haven't we? I guess with Compton, we did right. it, but, but we, but we, liked, we, liked, we liked their, their wines. wines. Yeah, okay. so so okay. that would have been really like, oh, by the way, we don't like the wine. Yeah. Because that's oh, not the point. So we're giving that's not it up, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> exactly. So so that's why we didn't do it, and that's why ah, we don't. smart. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we But thought, we'll talk about Jimmy Sucklin as Jimmy much as Jimmy Sucklin, doesn't, he doesn't make wines, What if he wanted to come on the show? What if he was like, I'd like to Oh, I'd let him on the show. Oh, I would let that guy on the show. Then would you like him? Would you be like buddy you know i would be totally sucking up to him oh mr suckling (laughs) okay anyway can we get back to it yes okay so we thought it would be fun to do a series of episodes where we just focus on trader joe's private label wines because you know we think they're popular and And you have really warmed up to trader joe's oh i I have i mean you i should have taken a picture last week when we were there you were like a kid in a candy shop i've changed i'm not totally a changed man or a young adult at trader joe's yes what that means (laughs) but um but no i I, what what did i miss kid in the candy shop right or an old man in the candy shop yeah or a a wine shop okay 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 but we thought it would be kind of we know that people buy the wines and there aren't a lot of professional reviewers who review trader joe's wine so Mm. so we'll do that and you can judge you know like we always say you don't have to agree with us no we just want you to like sort of take our taste the way we taste wines and compare to yours and then you either agree and you're like great i'll buy that or you disagree and you say oh they liked it i'm not gonna buy it right right they didn't like it like oh i'm gonna listen to them because whatever they loathe i'm gonna love exactly loathe and love love Uh and loathe that's right so again we're gonna do today a little bit more research into trader joe's private label wines super exciting and then we're gonna taste three of their private label wines again it's a brute a sparkling brute a petite reserve chardonnay and petite reserve barbara but first hmm how did this become my line i don't know you got to do our shameless plug. That's right. So first, we want to give a huge thank you for you listening to us and for your support of our show. And if you have not had the chance to do so yet, we would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast. It's free. Hmm. It's a free way to support us. And even more than that, you never have to miss a show. So how about that? Cool. Yeah. And a huge thank you to all of you who have already subscribed. We really appreciate it. And by the way, another great way to support us for free is to leave a nice review rating review i can almost say that a rating Mm, review on our website or an apple podcast or Mm. whatever podcast service allows that how about that i think that's great yeah and you can also follow us another great free way to support us is you can follow us and see fun pictures they're fun fun pictures of the wines we're tasting and trying today on instagram at the wine pair podcast and you can always contact us on our website thewinepairpodcast.com and tell us if you think we're full of crap or not wow wow but maybe just not tell us that no 
I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, no. you can't. We're f- tell us you whatever know what? you want. It's fine. Yeah, Either it's way. Fine. It's fine. We just want to hear from you. That's right. And as we do every week, we'll tell you someone we think you should tell about the Wine Pair podcast. And this week, we want you to tell anyone who loves to buy wine at Trader Joe's, but is always unsure about whether or not they should admit that they like Trader Joe's wines. I don't think most people have a problem admitting that. I don't know. I think some people do. I think some people are a little shy about it. About the wine there? No, just like... Because it's inexpensive, and I think people are like, oh, wine's supposed to be snobby, shouldn't I? Oh, I guess. I guess there is a certain person that probably would. But it is kind of funny because so many people just adore... Tra- Trader Joe's, I right? Love Trader right, Joe's. and like, oh my gosh, yeah. I got this like mm-hmm. this great bottle of wine yeah. from well, Trader Joe's. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's get into it, right? Okay. So we're going to talk about Trader Joe's brand wines, and they're popular. And Trader mm-hmm. Jones, Jones, <laughs> Trader, Trader Jones. I don't know Trader. I it's his go brother, there. Trader Jones. <laughs> uh, Trader Joe's sells a lot of wine. However, I will say it is really hard to find out information, clear information on the interwebs, even through our friend Chat GPT, about how much wine Trader Joe's sells and. Hmm. It's really hard. I'm surprised. Yeah. So if anybody knows real facts, real facts, let us know. But, Mm -hmm. you know, anyway. So again, it's not clear how much wine Trader Joe's sells altogether, but it is a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to some sources, it's estimated that they sell over a billion dollars of wine a year. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And then you can just tell. You walk into an average Trader Joe's. Not every Trader Joe's sells wine. I'll talk about that in a second. But in any state where they sell wines at Trader Joe's, you'll notice that there's a decent amount of floor space mm-hmm. that's given up to wine. Yeah, that's like, true. They're, that, they're making some money that's off that. That's a lot of money considering that they are, I mean, I don't know how many tiers they are, and you're going to maybe tell us, but they've got to be a lot of inexpensive wines there. Well, that's what I'm saying. So even if not, even a billion dollars is a lot, it's but a lot. volume. True. Because if you're selling two-buck chuck... Holy cow, it's a lot of wine, a lot lot of of bottles of wine. A a lot of wine. And interestingly, the guy behind Trader Joe's really used wine. Yes, his name was Joe. Okay. Uh, Not Trader Joe. Uh, Actually, his first name was not Trader. His first name was Joe. Uh, But anyway, he used, wine was one of the reasons why he like, really got the store off the ground. Mm. So here's a little story. You ready for a little story? I love story time. Okay, so the guy who started Trader Joe's was a guy named Joe Colombe. Mm. I think he was Italian. And he he thought there should be some alternative to the average huge mega chain supermarket and one that was a little bit off the beaten path. And so he wanted products that were catered to an audience that's a little bit more educated, a little bit more cosmopolitan, maybe likes to travel. That's how they find out about wine, but still wants to buy cheap shit. Oh, right? I so, like that kind of person. <laughs> no, th- I got this article, and the article talks about one place where he really dug in, and you can find the article on our website. He really dug into this concept was in wine, and he knew he could make wine a really good selling point for these customers. Mm. And so, you know, part of what he wanted to create was a store where customers could trust Trader Joe's as a place where they could rely on getting a decent wine at a really good price. Mm. And so he did a lot of things. He skirted some laws in California like, to kind of get around some of the rules. Well, I don't want to go into it in detail because okay. it's, 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 it would take it's, a lot of time. Oh, okay. And then he made a deal with Bronco Wines to make two-buck chuck and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, he wanted to – the objective really was to sell, a cons, sell consistently drinkable wines, not great, not bad, but consistently drinkable wines, good enough that people would feel comfortable buying them for a Tuesday night. Anyway. Nice. Now, again. And it worked. And that's the story. Mm. Okay. Okay. There you go. The end. There, the end. But again, it's really hard to tell how much wine Trader Joe sells. I, this is how I would describe it. Okay. A lot. Oh, I agree. Okay. I think that's 
pretty much sums it up. Yeah. And they are definitely one of the top 10 retailers in the U.S. Wow. in wine sales. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I would have guessed that. Yeah. But forget about trying to get exact figures. Now, remember, mm. at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about different tiers mm-hmm. of Trader Joe's wine. So everybody get your pens and pencils out. No, you don't have to get your pens and mm-hmm. pencils out. But I've done a little research for you. And here are the different tiers of, and I don't mean tiers like tiers of a clown. I was going to say that. I, no. I keep thinking, no. don't cry, please levels. don't cry. How about levels? levels. How about okay. levels okay. of Trader Joe's wines? Okay. In case you're wondering, here it is. The lowest tier, yes, Carmela. Two buck chuck. Two buck chuck. And someday we may do an episode on it. Probably, probably are they not. true? Is it truly $2? I don't think it's $2 anymore. anymore. I was like $1.99. Now it's like $2.99 or something. Man. But it's cheap. And I will say overall, it's probably only good if you really want to get shit-faced. Like that's wow. Wait, right? why is that high in alcohol and just tastes terrible? Or no, because I think it's. Pr- I don't. It's not good wine. No, it's I know. Not good. Well, if it's not good, you want you don't want to have you want to drink the least amount to get. Oh, loaded, I see. Right? You, that's well. That's your attitude. Some people would say they want to spend the least amount to get loaded. Oh, oh. They don't oh. care what volume they have to drink as long as they don't have to spend a lot. Right. Well, but, but then again, I mean that makes sense both ways, though, right? Because if it's not going to cost very much and there's very you don't need to drink a whole lot, you're okay. going to save that way. You're right. Okay. Safeway. Safeway. No, Trader Joe's. What? Okay, anyway, the fifth tier. Why did we jump to five? Because there are six tiers. <laughs> so the bottom tier, the last, the lowest tier is Chubak Chuck. Okay. The fifth tier is the Petite Reserve, which is what, what we're, we're trying doing. to do. Okay, yeah. okay. So, yeah, Look at us. Yeah, Look, okay. And it's in our price range. It is. It's actually uh, next cheapest. It's in the $7.99 price range. It's considered to be My a God. little bit hit or miss, but you know, for $7.99, what do you expect? Right. Okay. What else now, do you want? Now, there used... Not exactly. There used to be a... I think... I don't know if it exists anymore. There used to be a private label Trader Joe's wine called Vint TJS. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's around... I don't know. I, maybe it got morphed into this Petite Reserve, but I don't know. Hmm. If anybody knows, let us know. Okay. The fourth tier is Trader Joe's Reserve. Okay. These are like nine ninety nine range, and they can vary in quality, but they tend to be decent. They okay. tend to be decent, okay. right? The third tier is Trader Joe's Grand Reserve. Wow, it sounds so fancy for I the know. third tier. Well, interestingly enough, they used to be the top tier. Oh, wow. They have made lots of gains. Wait till you hear this. Okay. But the, the Grand Reserve is about $12.99, and they're considered to be pretty good quality. Okay. The second tier is Trader Joe's Platinum Reserve. My goodness. <laughs> and they tend to be in like the fourteen ninety nine oh, range. Wow. And they're considered to be pretty high quality, and they don't last very long. So the story is, if you see Platinum Reserve, you pick that stuff. Up. Wow. You buy that. Yeah, you, you go buy for that. In the, by the case, That's baby. right. And then the top tier, evidently, I think it's a lie, but there's Trader Joe's Diamond Reserve. Wow. They're priced at about $19.99. Oh my gosh, we can do that. Yeah, and really, if you, you know, if you find that, snatch it up. Really? Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Because people truly must go to Trader Joe's to get the bottom of the barrel. I don't. <laughs> Why? Why wouldn't, well, I mean, why wouldn't they go to get the top of the barrel? Because if there's not very many... Do, and is why it, is things at the bottom of the barrel worse than the top of the barrel? Not always. Not, they aren't true. always. Yeah. No, sometimes it's sometimes more concentrated. Sometimes the good stuff goes to the bottom. Good, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, but like if you're eating popcorn, like the seeds go to the bottom. You're right. <laughs> that bad. is the bottom of the, 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 yeah. the bucket. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, but wait a minute. You said they're hard to come by, the top tier. Yes. So is it because they're just flying off of the shelf and yes. they're making just as many of them? Or they just no. don't make very many of them? I think both. 
both. I think they fly off the shelves and they don't make a lot of they don't make a lot of. Okay. So be on the lookout. All you Hawkeyes who go to Trader <laughs> Joe's all the time, be on the lookout. Let us know. Send an email out, an email alert. And then you know, if you see one, just start elbowing your yeah. way in. Just don't you touch that! Don't you touch that! <laughs> Joe! Joe from the wine bureau said to Move over. <laughs> yeah. Elbow him. Boom. It's a fight. It's a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> no, don't we totally do that. we are totally winging it, by the way. Do we tell you we're gonna wing it? We are winging it. Okay. But I would like to do a series of episodes, Carmela, if this one goes okay, and it's, so far it's going great, but if this one goes okay, or we try the different... I diff- think so. Yeah, I think it's great. Uh, we try these different tiers, and we don't cry. Oh, okay, levels. You're we try these. Me sad. Okay, and maybe at some point we'll do two buck chuck. If you really want to be sad, we'll I, do two buck chuck. Wow, I was going to say, I didn't ask for that. No. Okay, but let's talk about the specific wines that we chose for this episode. Okay. And as usual, all the wines we've chosen for this episode are under $20. Nice. We've already covered that, and mm-hmm. because they're Petite Reserve, Trader Joe's petite. wines. I just they're don't all, know about Petite. Uh, no, they're all <laughs> under 10 bucks. Oh, And wow. so if any of these are even decent, it's going to be a screaming deal. So right? should we, I guess we're going to find out if we should start elbowing these. That's right. That's elbowing right. people. And all of them should be easy to find because we bought them all at Trader Joe's. However, I will say this. Uh, not every Trader Joe's sells wine. Did you know that? I did. Why? Because we have children who live in New York City. That's and right. there is no wine to be had in a Trader Joe's there. That's right. Or any grocery store. Except there was a Trader Joe's wine store in Manhattan, but it closed this past August. August uh-huh. of 2022. Too bad. All of a sudden. And nobody knows uh-huh. why and nobody knows if it's going to reopen. So oh. we're going to, there you go. Is it still there? It's just vacant? I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to take a field well, trip next we'll time we're there. take a field trip when we go there. Mm-hmm. And now, not every state has a Trader Joe's. There's 42 states that have Trader Joe's. And I think if uh, the information I got in this article online is right, there's about 30 states or so that allow Trader Joe's to sell wine, right? The state mm-hmm. allows grocery stores. So mm-hmm. it's still a lot, you know, but right. but if you're lucky enough to live close to a Trader Joe's that like sells wine, we do. Go, that's right. Right. Mm-hmm. You can assume that you can find these wines. They're probably going to be in stock, etc. Okay. Okay. So the first wine we're going to taste and review is the Trader Joe's Petite Reserve Barbera, which comes from Paso Robles, which is where ah. our daughter, speaking of our daughter, she did her undergrad work at Cal Poly in the Central Coast area of California, which is right by Paso. Mm. Now, many of you may not be familiar with Barbera, but you should be. Because we like it. Mm-hmm. And we did an episode that we had like so many episodes I'm referring to. Episode 13 wow. was, which was one of our. You just have these like in a little file cabinet that you just. It's and called, you're just planning ahead and yeah. writing it out. Yeah, exactly. It's called <laughs> I Have Records. Okay. okay. And that was one of our WTF episodes, and it was on Barbera. And mm-hmm. we really like the Vietti Barbera. But I think Barbera is an underrated, underappreciated wine. It comes from Piedmont, but it's considered an easy drinking wine. It's not like a Barolo. It's, a, it's an easy drinking mm-hmm. wine. Um, it's not, however, a big, fat, red California wine. Right. So if you want like a Cabernet like, Barbera is not your grape. Okay. But we're going to find out how this one stacks up. Paso is a little bit warmer area, so it could be, like, a little bit bigger or higher alcohol or something wine. So we're going to try it out. Okay. Uh, but th- in theory, it's it's a little bit more Merlot-like than it is Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Hmm. Okay. And then, uh, like I said before, it's hard to find out too much about who, like, Trader Joe's wines in general. It's hard to find out who makes these wines. Mm. We think, uh, based on some things that I was reading online, that it may be the Miller Family Wine Company. They operate in Paso Robles. They make some Trader Joe's wines. But I don't know for sure because Trader Joe's won't tell you, and that's why I don't trust them. What? 
I okay. know it's kind of strange. No, they hide. They're hiding something. They are, but you you keep wondering what is it about that? I don't know, but don't I'm going to find out. Okay. okay, the next wine we're going to taste and review is Trader Joe's Petite Reserve Chardonnay, oh. which also comes from Paso, okay. uh, same place. And now we we have to admit we're not the hugest fans of oaked Chardonnay, but you know what? We're not going to prejudge. Right, Carmela. right. We're going to give it a open shot. Open-minded. We are open-minded. And we know that there are a lot of people out there that are super fond of oaky Chardonnays. Of course. And so we're going to give it a try. Okay. And we're going to just tell you what we think. And you know what? If you don't agree with us or we don't like it or whatever happens, whatever happens. just We still want to be friends. We want to be friends mm-hmm. with you. Right. Now, the Trader Joe's description of this wine, they had this description of the wine on their website. They say it's limited. Oh, my So, goodness. you know, there's if you find so this and you like. So are they making like, fewer or are they, <laughs> don't know. are they flying off the shelf? I don't they're know. They're limited. If it's limited, I feel like they're not making. I wonder why. I don't know. Hmm. But they did say that they tasted this wine. It's a marketing effort. What? You think that they're doing marketing? That's crazy. I don't know anything why would about they do marketing. That? Wait, do you dress up in a like a cake and... No, that's that's our sister-in-law. She dresses up and delivers cakes. She's a cakes. marketer. She delivers Carmela's cakes. You guys are right. The baby cakes. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't even know where I was. Uh, they Evidently, they made the Chardonnay maker, whoever it was, an offer they couldn't refuse, and then mm. there you go. Okay. okay. The last wine we are trying today is not technically a petite reserve wine, but it's kind of in the same price range. It's six ninety nine, dollars okay. And it's... A sparkling Blanc de Blanc from France under the Trader Joe's label, and it's under $7, so that's cuckoo. That's amazing. Yeah. It's basically in the same price range as a Kirkland, yeah, Costco Kirkland Prosecco. So again, you know, we'll see if it's kind of the same quality. And again, there's not a ton I can tell you about this wine other than it's a cheap bubbly. It's from France. And because it's a Blanc de Blanc, it's probably made from Chardonnay, but I'm not sure because they don't tell you anything about it. Okay. Hmm. And it's also unclear if it's made in the traditional method, like a champagne, Mm -hmm. or it's made in a Charmat method, like a Prosecco. I think because of the price point, it's probably Charmat. Okay. Charmat is kind of the cheaper, shorter, quicker way. It's not a good or bad. It's right. just a different way of making sparkling wine. And I'm betting that it's made in the Will Charmat. Will we be method. able to tell? Probably not. Oh, rats. Although it may be a little less yeasty. Oh, okay. You know, so if it's super, if it's like kind of sweet and clear, uh-huh, it's probably uh-huh. not, you know, it's probably Charmette, but it's hard to tell. Uh-huh. You know, I don't okay. think, I don't think if you blind, if you asked me to blind taste test, I'd go, oh, that is made in the traditional, <laughs> I don't think I could Someday, tell. honey, you Maybe might be able I'm, to. Yeah, someday if I'm good enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of talking. Yeah, that was a lot. We've been winging it and we're, you know, but we're ready to Maybe. taste some wine. Yes, I am. Should we do it? Let's do it. All right. We're going to take a break and taste our first wine. Okay, we are back and we are ready to try our first wine. This is the Trader Joe's Petite Reserve Barbera. It's from Paso Robles in California. We don't know who the producer is. It's Hmm. a 2021. It was $8.99. What? Expensive. We got a Trader Joe's, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's fourteen point three percent alcohol, so wow. it's a little. It's relatively high for a Barbera, mm-hmm. and as far as I know, it's one hundred percent Barbera grapes. And I will say that uh, this is kind of cellar temperature. So a, a Barbera is a type of a wine that you can serve a little cooler. It's not fridge temperature. It's not room temperature. It's on the little bit on the cool side. But okay. what are you smelling? Mm. Oh, it's nice. It's got a nice smell. Yeah, I like it. It's got a little bit of a Pinot kind of smell. It does. It's almost, I'm getting I'm getting some cherry. Cherry for, for sure. sure. I'm almost getting a little vanilla, mm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Uh, what else? It's red fruit. It's definitely red fruit. Yes. It's cherry. It's a darker cherry. 
I'm getting a little bit of wood on it, like a little bit. Yes. A little bit of wood or mm-hmm, smoke on mm-hmm. it. Maybe a tiny bit. This is going to sound a little corny, like, oh, red wine, a little leather, a little bit of leather. Like, oh, I can I can buy that. I thought you were going to say gooseberry. No, not gooseberry, <laughs> but maybe some cassis. Ooh. Like a black currant. It's kind of something. Li- I would say a little bit spicy on it. I think a little yeah. cinnamon even. Maybe. Let's try it. Let's see what we think. Okay. Hmm. 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 I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, let me think. I don't mind it. Okay. Maybe it's kind of take... sweet. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of sweet. Hmm. Let me see. I mean, that's not nice to say it's I don't kinda... mind it. It's I actually, I think it's kind of nice. I'm getting like a tart cherry. Now, I'm getting a little bit more of that flavor. It's a tart cherry. Mm-hmm. It's di- like, again, you want a big fat like Cabernet? This is not your wine. This, no, this is, is, is a, a thinner. This is thinner cherry kind of wine. It's right. very cherry. And it's not very cherry. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very cherry, and it's a little thin, but um, it's yeah. I th- I think it would go well with food. Yeah, I think you want to have food with this. I'm one. just gonna say, like, I'm I'm not fully convinced. It's actually got a really nice taste initially. I don't know. It's it's got a little bit of a weird taste on the side, like a little bit too much the wood. Side. I don't know how to describe it, but like on the side of my tongue, I'm almost feeling a little bit too much wood or something, and not an, not enough fruit. Not enough fruit, and I feel like it's oaked up, but it doesn't need to be oaked up. Yeah. Like, I yeah. feel like they were like, oh, well, it's a red wine from California, so we better put it on oak. Maybe and they like, overdid the oak. I think they kind of did. I don't I don't think it mm. needs that. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling like it's kind of killing the vibe for me. I would have liked it if it was just really smooth, like not mm. unoaked, but like more lightly oaked, almost like they didn't use good oak or I don't know. Or cheap. I, yeah. Less expensive. I, so that's bugging me a little bit. But hmm. what food would you have with it? Well, I think you would want to have this with food. Yeah, I think well, it would be better. Yeah. I think it yeah. would taste better. Pizza. Um, I could do pizza yeah. with this for sure. Um, and red sauces. You could do a little bolognese. Um, it's a little tart, though. It's a little tart. For bolognese? So you, yeah. I mean, it's a little tart. I think... Hmm. I think you kind of need Bolognese. Something. Okay. I can go I bolognese. I wouldn't do like... Marinara? Would you do a plain marinara? Yeah. Okay, pesto? No. Oh, I think you could have pesto with it. Cream sauce, no. I don't know. No. Cream sauce, I, yeah. To me, this is like stew. You could have it with like a stew yes, or something like, like that. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah. This is kind of a, it's funny because it's a fall wine. I don't mm-hmm. know why I feel that way, but maybe because we're talking about those dishes. But I don't know if this is something that I can imagine us having, like on a, our Sunday like, night, fall night. I feel like it's so close. I, it's like so close for me to really like it, but there's something about like it's got like that wood or oak or something on it. Does it need more time? Maybe. It is a 2021, mm-hmm. so maybe it needs to mellow out, but Barbaras are not usually wines that need to age. Okay. You can drink them in the first, mm-hmm. you know, two, three, four years for sure. So hmm. I'm just feeling like it's a little overdone. Yep. Like they overdid. And you know what? It is a little high alcohol, so it might be a little bit alcoholy that's coming yes, through too. Yes, I think that can sometimes be a little bit overpowering yeah. too. So so let's rate it. Let's okay. rate it. So as a reminder, on our rating scale, we rate on a scale of 1 to 10. We're, and it's no halves. No halves. you hmm. got to be a whole number. Where a 7 and above means that we'd buy it. And a 4 and below means... We're going to pour it down the sink. And a five or six means we're going to drink it. We may look for something different or better, but we probably won't go out of our way to buy it. Okay. And so what rating would you give this wine, Carmelita? Okay. So I will finish it. Okay. Giuseppe. Yeah, Giuseppe. Um, I will. Beppe. I will finish it. I think I'm leaning towards, and these wines are all going to be so different from each other, so there's they no are. comparison. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm going to give it a five. By the way, it had a, it had a cork. Yeah, we didn't know that. It's, I thought it was going to be a screw cap. But I feel like Trader Joe's wines should just have screw caps. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Okay, yeah, but I'm going to give it a five. Five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a five as well. It might be a little bit harsh buds yeah, on that one. I, I kind of feel the same way. Like it might be more of a six. Mm-hmm. If we could give a five and a half, maybe I'd give but a five and a half. We no, can't get no halfsies. Half. No halfsies. It's it's like drinkable. It's it's drinkable. I'm not going to buy it. No. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to be like, hey, I got those wine, but I'm not going to. Pour it down the sink. No, either. no, that's why it is. And it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not on that. It's not even on really a cusp of a four. Like no, it's definitely it's like not. a. You know, it's. I'm gonna finish it. I'm not gonna. Now your complain. dad, he may say it's not crap, gonna kick and scream. No, I'm not gonna throw a tantrum. God, <laughs> not gonna cough, pretend I'm sick, yawn, whatever. Right. <laughs> God. Oh, sorry. Did that? Was that out loud? All right. Anyway, okay. I think all my little secrets away. I know. So I think we're gonna we'll leave it here. We always reserve the right to change our review or rating if we want to, but for now we're both fives. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna take a break. We're gonna clean out our glasses and we're gonna try our next wine. Okay, we are back, and we are ready to try our next wine, and I'll explain it while you smell it, Carmela. This okay. is the Trader Joe's Petite Reserve Chardonnay. It's also from California, also from Paso Robles. This is a 2021. Oh, by the way, we don't know who makes it. Mm. $7.99 at Trader Joe's. It's 14.1% alcohol, so it's wow. a decent amount of alcohol for mm-hmm. a, a Vite wine, and it's 100% Chardonnay as far as we know. So let's see what we're smelling. Hmm, what are you smelling out of the gate? Ooh, I'm getting, you know, it's, this is one of the things that people don't appreciate about Chardonnay is it can have a tropical fruit kind of smell. Yes. I'm getting tropical fruit. I'm getting, yeah, it smells sweet to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm getting like pineapple. I'm getting ooh, a pineapple on it. Ooh, ooh. Yes, like a freshly cut pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, what I was smelling because at first when I smelled it, it was like kind of cotton candy and sugary. It is sugary. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has a sh- but it not like doesn't smell very oaky to me. I'm getting a little oak on it, actually. Really? I'm getting a little bit of like butterscotchy or vanilla or something. Ooh. Don't you think I'm getting a little bit of like a little wood, spicy wood? That's why I'm thinking like a butterscotch or... Hmm. But it's... Ooh, it's, it's really nice. It's got a nice smell. Yeah. I agree. I like it. Let's taste it. Okay. Hmm. Wow. It's I, like... Oh, I can't put my finger on it, but... Buttery. It is buttery. It's buttery. It's kind of creamy, buttery. Mm-hmm. Like you're expecting a little more tang because of the mm-hmm. pineapple smell, mm-hmm. but it's... A little more subtle. This is what the oak does. Mm. Like if this were unoaked, I think I would be in love with it. Because it's oak, this is the type of a wine that people who like oaky Chardonnay would like. Don't you think? Yeah. You it, there's no, there's she no did, bite. She there's thinks, no acid on it. She thinks that I'm not going to say it. But she she gave a little bleh look. Well, because there's no, it's no, there's, what I prefer is that acidity. There's none of that. Well, I think the acidity gets killed because of the wood. Because yeah, of the oak. Yeah. And so you just kind of learn what you like. Yeah. Like I wasn't expecting it to be as flat. Like it almost tastes a little flat to yeah. me. And I also think there's some flabbiness to it because of like, because it's high alcohol, oaky. I think it tastes a little flabby. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's flat, it. flabby. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I think that it's the difference between like people who like a squishy blueberry and a firm, firm blueberry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like whatever camp you're in. It's, it's okay. Kind of and whatever you, camp you're in is fine. Right. When I have a squishy one, then I'm always mm-hmm. a little bit like, womp, womp. Mm-hmm. But some people, Love I them. know people who like ma- try and make them kind of squishy because mm-hmm. they prefer Put them. in them. their pocket. Okay. But I, anyway, I will say like, this is, uh, I mean, I, 
I know you don't really like it, and I generally don't like Oakley Chardonnays. It's pretty tasty. It's got some apple pie kind of like spice to it. Mm. It's that spiciness to it. Mm. Okay, I think yes. if you like an Oakey Chardonnay, I think this is for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. for seven ninety nine, holy cow! I think it's a really good deal yeah. if this is the type of Chardonnay. If you don't like Oakey Chardonnays, like you're not gonna. But I'd, I would drink this. I would oh, drink this. Okay, I would not good. pour this down the sink. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Not for sure. I wouldn't. But even f- yeah, okay. It's definitely. What would you eat with this? Is what oh, I'm curious. I think it's fish. I think it's okay. I think this is the typical things we're gonna say. It's like fried fish. It's mm. fish. It's sushi. I could see it with sushi. Ooh, I could see it with yeah. spicy foods. I could see it with fried foods. I think like last night we went out to dinner. We had like a pho. I think it would go well with a pho. Mm-hmm. I think it would go well with noodle dishes. Would have gone dishes. well with our dinner last night for sure. I, yeah. Yeah. You know it's. <laughs> It's not bad. It's not a bad. No. I, you, I know you're not digging well, it. Well, I just guess I, you know what? I am like a tang. I like the tang. Yeah. I like the, you know, a little bit of a bite mm-hmm. in my white wine. And so that's why this is not doing it for me as much. Mm-hmm. I am definitely like a Sour Patch Kid. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. It's got it's got a lot of like character to it. It's got good flavor. It's, um. I, I'll tell you what, like, we'll see what my rating is. But if I were gonna, if people were gonna come over and and I knew they liked Chardonnay, I'd buy this for them. Oh, good, no question. Okay, about yeah, it. yeah, good. I think they would like it. Well, let's. I, I mean, I and I'm tasting like this wood. I'm tasting this caramely, mm-hmm. like cotton candy, mm-hmm. not cotton candy. Sorry, caramel corn, buttery. It's got buttery. It's it's it like again. If you like an oaky Chardonnay, you're gonna like this wine. Mm. Okay, what would you rate it? You don't love it, so I don't I've, love it, but I'm gonna give it a six because I'm definitely I'm just not gonna buy it. And I and I'm I I don't know if I would serve it or not. You know, it sounds like you would for sure. Yeah. Um. So that's a good. I think that's a good. Yeah. yeah good this to is know. a tough one. This is I'm like really tossed on this one because it's not my style of wine. I would definitely drink it. It's at least a six. But I would consider buying it, but I wouldn't buy it for myself. Right. I wouldn't buy it for you and me. No. I would buy it for somebody else. If you else. bought it for me, I would go, wow. Yeah. So in terms of like, is it going to be something that I would buy? So I, you know, I'm tr- trying to tread this line. Yes, I would buy it, but not for me. So I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to stick with a six. Ah, okay. But I think, again, if you like an Oki Chardonnay, good choice. Mm-hmm. If you want something light and, and kind of fruitier and summery great kind of wine. Food. Great. Great with food. Like if you're having a party and people like Chardonnay, like buy this all day, seven ninety nine. Right, especially it's if you're gonna, gonna have a lot of people. Yeah, it's gonna be hard Best to go deal wrong with in this. Town. Yeah, so you know, I I'll leave it there. If you like Oki Chardonnays, buy it. It's you're gonna like it. Okay, hmm. well let's take a break and let's try our last one, all sparkling right. brut. Okay. Okay, we are back, and we are ready to try our last Trader Joe's wine. This is the Trader Joe's Blanc de Blanc Brut. It is from France. We don't know where in France. It's from France. We don't know who made it. It's from France. I was going to say a really bad rhyme. Yeah, in your pants. (laughs) France in your pants. It's a a non-vintage, like most sparkling wines are. It was $6.99. I mean, come on, come on, on. bro. It's from Trader Joe's, 11% alcohol, so it's on the low end. Mm -hmm. And as far as we know, it's made with Chardonnay, because that's usually what a Blanc de Blanc is made from, because it's a white wine grape. Um, But let's see what we're smelling. Okay, so it's really mild. It's got almost no smell, but yeah. all I'm I'm getting like sugar, yeah, like pixie stick kind of oh, like wow, sugary, wow, uh-huh. marshmallow. Mmm, I like these. Are you getting like a little yeah. marshmallow almost mm-hmm. on it? It's like super sugary smelling. Mm. 
You know what it smells like? Not just a marshmallow. It smells like what are the Lucky Charms? Like what was the? Is that the one? The Lucky Charms cereal? Like you just poured some Lucky Charms cereal and you smell that powder kind of the whole up. thing. Like yeah. you just yes. smell the cereal bowl. Yeah, isn't that something? Okay, you're just like knocking them all out, don't you think? Yeah, that's what. Mm-hmm. Now that you're saying these, that's what I'm smelling. Yeah, not a lot of fruit. No, and not a ton of yeast. No, maybe a little tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Tiny bit. Nice bubbles. Pretty color. Very pretty. Yeah. Really, like it's a celebration feel to it yeah for sure no, great and it bubbled nicely and it's still moving nicely. yeah, yeah those bu- i love it fun okay. okay let's try it Ooh, it's really sweet it's a brute which again means more dry right but it's really sweet it's like it's a sugary. it's no it's it doesn't even, even have more. the apple no there's no apple on it no, though you're right it's, it's you're very right. sugary it's almost soda like mm, yeah isn't that str- i can't really hmm. it doesn't have a lot of flavor like it, mm. it's just this is like celebration, everybody's drunk, kind of. The bubbly. last bottle you open. Exactly. <laughs> hmm. I can taste a little bit of toast on it or yeast now, though. Just a touch. It's got... um. There's some kind of aftertaste that I don't love. There's well, something. sugary. It's very sugary. Yeah, something at the end. I almost... You know what it almost tastes like to me? Hmm. You know those, like, uh, sour candies? That's what it kind of, you know, with the sugary, candies? the sugar, I don't know, like, you know, like, like um, sugared fruit candy you get in the candy bins. Are they, but they're not sour? They could be sour or not. You know, it's just like sugar. It's very sweet, like candy. It tastes like candy to me. Yeah. It, it tastes like one of those nondescript, like it looks like a peach, but it's probably not a peach flavored. It's just sugar right, right. flavored candy. You think candy. you're going to get something yeah. with a little bit of that flavor on it and you're not. Yeah. It almost has the like... The pixie stick was a good, because it almost yeah. tastes like a pixie stick. Yeah. It, it's like it's almost trying to have a little bit of citrus. Like it's trying. Yeah. Like I really wish I could have some citrus, but it's like a candied orange. Right. It's like a candied orange. Well, you're not, you can't really make it out. Or a lemon head. It's like a sugary candy. mm, Yeah. Maybe the the start of what the sugary part of the lemon head before you get that nice sour tang. I'm getting the littlest, tiniest bit of apple. Just like. If I struggle to find it. Yeah. Okay. The citrus is almost coming through more. Yeah. I think a candied fruit, Hmm. a candied orange, Hmm, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Hmm. What food would you pair with this Blanc de Blanc fruit? Well, I think that you could eat a lot with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, a whole variety because it's kind. It's so mild. It's, it's not super gonna mild. Really, it's not going to. You don't want to do anything stand big. Up to a lot. No, you're not going to do. But you, I could see this with sort of like that happy hour yeah. with like snacks. Yeah. You know, like even like maybe just some nuts and yeah. some ah, nuts. <laughs> nuts. Ah, nuts. Yeah, something salty would be ah, good with this. Nuts. Potato chips. Oh, it would be good with think- salty. Chex Mix. Yeah. How about oh, Chex Mix? Chex Mix would be great. That's even perfect like, call. But you know what? Salty Potato snacks. Chips, Chex Mix. Doritos. Even like French fries. Dori- French fries French would be fries good. Poutine. Would be, oh. How about poutine? Well, that cheese, uh, depending on the type of cheese mm-hmm. you put on the poutine. And salty and... That would be perfect. Yeah, pretzels you would are, be good. You are right. Salty snacks. Something salty. I'm with you. I think you need to pair it with. 100%. Hmm. Okay, that's it. Salty snacks. Okay, what rating are you going to give this wine, Carmela? Well, okay. Well. <laughs> we have so many sparklings that we love. I know. So that's a tricky yeah. part. That's a tricky part. This is not making it. No. So, but, so I'm not going to buy it. I, I'll, I'll say, too, the Kirkland Costco Prosecco, way better. I think it's way, way better. better. Yeah. Way better. I'm going to say a six. Really? Yeah. I'm going to say a five. Okay. Like okay. I'm struggling. It's it's so tasteless. 
Mm-hmm. That it's like hard to be offensive. It's mm-hmm. not offensive in any way. No, it's, but it's not. There's not much there. Right. Like I'm just not getting a lot. Right. But we'd finish it. Like totally I would finish, finish it. it. I think I. I think. And if t- I were half crocked, I'd drink this shit by the bottle. Whoa! <laughs> and at eleven and a half percent, you Ooh, might be able to drink a it's bottle. It's just eleven. It's not even. <laughs> you gave it an extra half. It's just eleven. Oh, just eleven. See that? Yeah. No, I just think that. Um, you might be a little underwhelmed, yeah. you know, when you first, but you wouldn't be, you would finish it, yeah. you know, it would be kind of like, oh, hmm, yeah. different. So which one of these are you finishing tonight, by the way? Well, I think I'm going to go for the sparkling. Okay. I might actually go, believe it or not, I might actually go for the Chardonnay. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. I just like You're it. You enjoyed it. It had some, well, it had some, it had some character to it. It did. And it was a little bit Different than a super oaky yeah, Chardonnay. Totally agree. You know, it was like kind of it wasn't a, overpowering. Like right. I just got, I just swallowed a pine box. My, you know, don't do that. No, no. But the thing is, too. So it wasn't like so. It was something where I feel like if you're a little, you know, oak. Um, what's what am I trying to say? Oak afraid. Oak afraid, or right, <laughs> right. That you you felt good about it. Yeah, like, oak intimidated. No, there's another. Yeah, I know what you're getting at. What's the word? I don't know. But let's talk about the, while you think about the word, let's talk about the taste profiles expected from a Barbera, a Chardonnay, and a sparkling Blanc de Blanc Brut. Okay. okay a Barbera from a, a website called Usual Wines. Red fruit, such as sour cherry, strawberry, and raspberry. Mm. Dark fruit ranging from black cherry, blackberry, and blueberry to boysenberry and wow. plum. And warm spices, if it's aged in oak, such as star anise, nutmeg, clove, and vanilla. Mm. Oh, wow. I said vanilla. Yeah. So the Vino Pointer, they said about this wine, deep ruby color with aromatics of raspberry and marchino cherries. Mm. The palate is young and fruity with flavors of dark berries, rich dark chocolate, boysenberry, and flavors of Christmas spices. So there you go. Okay. How'd we do? Okay. We did pretty well, I must say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Um, the wine wine magazine, wine enthusiast, says its flavors range from apple and lemon to papaya and pineapple and also mm. shows notes of vanilla when it's aged in oak. Okay. Trader Joe's about it themselves say presents aromas of ripe apple on the nose with notes of honeysuckle and toasty oak on your palate. Okay. And a Blanc de Blanc Brut. This is what Chat GPT says. It has should have a fresh and citrusy aroma with notes of green apple, lemon, lime, and grapefruit. It didn't really have any, mm. uh, or a bri- and also uh, hints of brioche or bread crust from yeast. Okay. The taste is typically dry with high acidity, light body. Definitely had a light body. Mm-hmm. Flavors of lemon, green apple, and grapefruit dominate, along with a touch of minerality. Toasty note. Nope, nothing. Mm. I mean, this is the most, uh, like almost unflavorful sparkling wine i've ever had yeah me too it almost just to me again tasted like sugar yeah you couldn't really put your tongue on it little little i couldn't i did i did too but and i will i'll continue to wow oh okay that's sexy okay anyway yeah no i don't know i guess i'm I'm old i don't know what do i care so carmela what do you think more trader joe should we do more i think we should i think we should like go up the ladder i agree go up the tiers go up the levels let's not go any lower no we're not going to buck chuck we're gonna go to the next one i think we can i mean that's amazing we can do a lot we can we're gonna do it when you put your mind to it you can you can drink a lot of wine that's right and we can drink a lot of wine okay (laughs) carmela sadly it's just about time for us to go but before we do we do want to thank you all of you out there in listening <laughs> land very much for listening to us and for your support and if you haven't done so yet now is a real shed a tear re- oh shed sorry. a tear no that was a real I'm good time of the tears oh you know and you were saying how sad you this is the only time you've been saying you said that okay if you haven't done so yet carmela now would be a good time to subscribe jeez you'd stop cutting me off 
Subscribe to our podcast for free. Okay. And then you can also leave us a rating or review. Okay. okay. On our website, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. It's a great way to support us for free and help us get more listeners and all that good shit. Okay. We'd also love to hear from you and we'd love to hear about a wine you'd like us to taste and review. And you so you can leave a message for us on our website at thewinepairpodcast.com or you can email us at joe at thewinepairpodcast.com. And again, tell us about a wine that you're curious about, what tier of Trader Joe's wines you want us to taste next, mm-hmm. whatever. And we'd love it if you would tell a couple of friends or family members and maybe, again, listen to us with a loved one or significant other. Have a little date night. Drink some wine. Go to Trader Joe's. Whatever. Love it. All right. So we're going to sign off. So thanks again. And we'll see you next time. And as we like to say, life is short. So stop drinking shitty wine.